Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Welcome everybody. I am Millie and once again I am excited as usual to be here and I want to welcome all the teachers, educators, everyone that is dropping in and joining us on today's episode. So as we jump into today's topic, I just always want to encourage you to reflect on a win that you had this past week. What is something that you can celebrate, something that you can highlight as we're going into this next week of school? So I want you to share those. You can write those down. You can always share those in the comments, whatever you would like to do. But I always want to encourage you just to reflect on a small win that you had for the week. Highlight that, celebrate that. And as you're going into this next week, I really want to encourage you and uplift you, okay? So I know this week has been really hectic for a lot of us. Um, I've had a few teachers reaching out asking questions or strategies and tips, and I want to let you all know that you all can do this. I know here um, we have about a month left of school, and I am really every single day just really encouraging myself, trying to stay positive, make sure that I'm staying in the right mindset, make sure that I am there for my students and being as supportive as I can. And I want you all to know that everything that you're doing is appreciated. And I know that you all get a million thank yous, but I want to thank you for everything that you're doing for the students. So as we start into today's episode, if you haven't already, please take a moment to like this video, share it with other ESL teachers. This helps spread the word about our weekly um, weekly live where we share strategies and tips and encourage each other. So if you haven't already, just take a moment, like the video, share it out to other teachers. This way it gets the word out that we are doing this and I will really appreciate that, okay? So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can find engaging topics for your students while you are doing your remote learning. Now, most of us are doing distant learning, remote learning, and we are searching and we're just wondering, what are we going to teach our students? That's the big question. A lot of us kind of know how we're going to teach them, whether, you know, uh, is that going to be using Nearpod or Quizlet or Google Classrooms or Microsoft Teams, or are we going to be doing that on Zoom? We kind of know the how we're going to teach them, but some of us are stuck on the what are we going to teach our students. Now, I know for me, um, the struggle was, this was a big struggle, trying to figure out, okay, like, what am I going to teach them? You know, at school, they had a curriculum and a novel study. And if you all did anything like me, I kind of thought we were going to be back at the latest, like maybe a week after spring break. And so we're still out of school for, in my instance. So a lot of their materials are already at school. Their notebooks are school, their novels at school. And I was just struggling with what am I going to teach my students? Now I was going back and forth between two simple questions. Will I stick to the same topics for the school year 
or will I cater more to their interests? So those were the two questions, sticking to what the topics were during the school year or more so catering to what their interests are as students. Now, these questions are really important to ask yourself because you want to have the students to have some type of buy-in with these lessons. So I knew that I had to pick engaging lessons that are gonna excite my students. So I knew at that moment after reflecting and thinking about that, that I needed to pick or needed to find lessons that were going to interest my students. Now, I knew also, right? I knew that at this point, I knew I had to find some lessons that were gonna be, be uh, high top, high interest lessons for them because I knew I needed to get their buy-in. And I also wanted more buy-in. I wanted them to be excited to show up to class. I wanted them to do their work home, their uh, work at home packets. So I knew that I needed to get some more buy-in from them. And so that's why I decided to get their input. input. And I picked up on some of the clues of what they were talking about amongst themselves. So for example, in class, students were um, getting off topic and chatting about video games all the time. Like they were in class chit-chatting about video games. And I knew immediately, right, that was a topic that a lot of them were interested in was video games. Even some of the students that I didn't even think would be into video games were into video games. So when I started planning my lessons during this remote learning, I kept that interaction I had with my students and that instance in class that I knew that, okay, they're, they're video gamers, they love video games. So when I started planning my lesson, I kept this at the forefront of my mind because I wanted to make sure that my students are excited about the lessons and engaged during the online lesson. Now, this helped me determine some of the topics that are gonna be interesting for my students. Another example is that I noticed that a lot of the students had questions around this COVID-19 pandemic. And they were asking, what is it? Some of the kids sometimes don't know how to express themselves. So unfortunately, they were making jokes, which I had to correct. So I knew then, okay, this is a topic that they're interested in. And since it's a topic that they're interested in, I am going to, you know, uh, keep that in mind, keep that at the forefront of my mind, include that in my planning. So after I found about two topics, like this is an example, I knew the gaming and the COVID-19 pandemic, those are topics of interest to them. So next thing I did was I decided, okay, let me find some articles. I found articles on News ELA, which is right now free for teachers. So all of their articles are free. I remember they used to be free all the time and now they switched to a paid version. But right now they're back uh, to being free for educators. So I went to News ELA. I love News ELA because you can then level off the articles. So next year, that is one of the things that I'm thinking like when we have our extra teacher money and they say, Millicent, what do you want to purchase? It's definitely going to be News ELA because those are one of the things that I want to use in my classroom. I like the level articles. So that's going to be on the forefront of, of my mind when I do that next year. But the next thing after I asked the students and picked up some of their clues on their, uh, their topics, some of the things that they were chatting about, things that I was paying attention to in class, the next thing I did was I found, like I said, articles, videos, photos, and books that were related to their interests. Now, this helped me to prepare close reading lessons that I can do virtually with my students and interactive activities since I had a topic. So these just, for example, these two topics gave me, 
gave me so many ideas or so many lessons that I can do. Now, here are some things that you can do to help you determine what are some um, uh, topics that you can pick for your students. Now, the first thing that I want to encourage you to do is determine what are some of your students' interests? What do they like? Now, you can do this in a few ways. The first way you can do this is just simply like eavesdropping in on some conversations and then pick up on some of their interests. Now, I like doing this in class. You can do this in a very structured way in class. You can do it as icebreakers in your class if you want to. So if you have like a situation at the beginning of the school year or during the school year or any kind of like a morning warm up where you can just say, hey, turn and talk to your partner about. And then you can include like a wide range of random subjects. This is really helpful to you because this helps you determine what are some of their interests. A way that you can do this remotely, you can do the same thing. Like if you're having a Zoom lesson, you can just simply say, hey, you all, you know, what are some video games that you're playing? Drop those in the comment box. Or you can say, hey, students, you know, um, what are your favorite board games? Or hey, students, what is something that you're interested in um, this week? You can do that during your lessons and have them drop it in the chat box during your live remote learning lessons. If you're doing it where your students do not have access to the internet, you can still, you know, do that, you know, through Remind or through a text message, or like I said, do a good old snail mail where you send out a letter and have them write back. So there are some still ways that you can do that even if you're doing it remotely. Now, the next way you can do this is determine some of your students' interests. The second way is to use current events for lesson ideas. Like I did earlier, I noticed that the students had a lot of questions around the COVID-19 and by some of the comments that they were making, I also picked up that they really didn't understand what was happening. So this led me to do think about, okay, I need to do a lesson centered around this. This is something I need to do. So what I would encourage you to do is now look at some current events for your lesson ideas. You can incorporate those into your lesson plans. Most students are really curious and want to know about things that are going on in the world. And like us, we are really, really fortunate. We have such a diverse background of students. So you can include world news topics in this as well. The third thing that I want to encourage you to do is so you can decide on some engaging topics for your ELL is ask your students to complete an interest survey, an interest survey. So in this survey, um, you can ask your students what are their favorite video games. You can explicitly ask the student, your ELLs what would they like to learn for the new year. I like doing one at the beginning of the year based on, because um, I'm borderline obsessed with buying books for my students. So I like doing a student interest survey because it really helps me find at the beginning of the school year some engaging books to buy for them. And in the student interest survey, ask things like, you know, what are some topics that you're interested in, like history? Um, can you tell me your favorite singer? Like, it's a really cool interest survey. I'm pretty sure I got it free on Teachers Pay Teachers. I will make sure to link that. But you can use that in this instance as well on how you can determine some engaging topics for your students. Like I said, at the beginning of the school year, I knew a lot of my students, uh, quite a few of the students wanted to know about India. 
And so one of the topics that I'm doing for this upcoming week is the Taj Mahal. And so we're doing a news ELA article about the Taj Mahal. And I knew that's something that they're interested in because of that student interest survey. So I would encourage you all to do that at the beginning of the school year. Now, after you have um, the data around this, your formative assessments around this, then you can now go find lessons and articles. Now, this is the fun part. <laughs> you can go get articles from, like I said, News ELA. At the moment, it's free. But at the, a tween tribune also has lots of articles. ReadWorks has lots of cool articles as well. Then you can go to YouTube and find supporting videos. You can find maybe PDF guides since we're doing remote learning. And you can do audio around these topics. So like you can do so many cool things around these topics once you have those. And then you can create these engaging lessons around their areas of interest. So I wanna take a moment just to recap for you. Now, I wanted to share with you some ways that you can find um, some topics or to help you guide your lessons. The first thing that you can do is listen to your students' conversations. What are they interested in? What do they like? What do they love? You can do this by just taking a moment just to listen to them. If you want it in a more structured way, you can do this during your remote learning. Just ask them to drop something in the comment box. You can also use current events for lesson ideas. Like I said, most students are curious. They want to know what's going on. So use current events. And you can also ask students to complete an interest survey. I have one that I use every single year. I'll make sure to link it in the comments for you as well. Now, after you do that, then you can find things like lesson topics, articles, videos, books, and audio around the topics that you have been chosen. And this helps guide your lesson plans. So that's just an overview. Now, here are some next steps. The first thing I want you to do is just reflect on what are some of your students' interests. What are your students interested in? Now, if you need to send your students a quick survey asking what they like to learn for the school year, you can do that. Now, if you need to do that, like I said, we're doing remote learning. Not all the students have access to the internet, and I'm fully aware of that. Like I said, the first way you can always do it is use something like Talking Points or Remind. You can always, like I say, send it out via mail if you need to. And if your students are coming on virtually, do something like Kahoot, where they can do a self-paced option and then they can do a poll. You can do polls in Kahoot. And they love Kahoot. I don't know about your students, but my students love Kahoot. I can probably just do a whole class of playing Kahoot video game, <laughs> Kahoot uh, and quizzes the whole class period and they'll love it. So those are some of the ways that you can kind of gauge and see what they're interested in to help plan your topics. I want to say this right now. I know a lot of y'all are like, oh, I mean, I am overwhelmed just with you, just thinking about it. But for me, just taking a step back as an educator, the reality of it is for me, and I need to be prepared for this, is that this pandemic, this virus that we are in the midst of, there's currently no vaccine for it. And um, scientists are saying that in the fall, that things may, unfortunately, we may have a second outbreak. And so for me as an educator, I don't want to hear that because I want to be in the classroom. I want to be teaching. But on the flip side of that, I need to be mentally preparing myself if it is. I also need to be preparing my lessons. I need to be preparing my students as far as them getting in the habit of coming on and um, doing their virtual lessons. I need to start preparing 
now, right now, even if it's like little small things, even if it's getting mentally prepared for that. Now, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. But if it does happen, either way, I'm going to be prepared. And I want to encourage you to be prepared if it does as well. So taking mo- taking time out and to be thinking about things like, okay, how am I going to be planning my engaging lessons for my ELLs? How am I going to meet the needs of all the students in my classroom if I do have to do this virtually? Thinking about all of those things are extremely important. So just take a moment, take a deep breath if you have to, and really be thinking about those things. Even if now you're starting right now to ask your students some of the things that they're interested in right now, you can use those things, those topics, those interests for the upcoming school year. So one of the things, like I said, I know my students are really into video games. That is one topic that I'm going to use for the upcoming school year when I'm doing articles for my students and doing close reading. I'm also keeping in mind as well, you know, some of the things that are current events and news that I'm they're, they're interested in that I'm going to incorporate into our curriculum for next year. So right now is the time to start be start thinking about it, start planning. I know over the summer, of course, I take time to relax and do all the things that I love, but I also am using this time right now to plan and prepare for the school year because the last thing that I want to be doing as a teacher is amidst everything else that might be happening at the beginning of the school year, trying to figure out what I'm going to teach. So that was my soapbox. I'm going to step off of it, but if you can, can right now, definitely be trying to find some topics that you can incorporate for the next school year. And once you have all of that data, then you can start planning your lessons, start planning your topic ideas, start doing, you know, performance assessments, all of that good stuff, all of that falls into place. So I'm going to jump into the comments. Um, Caitlin was just saying, she was saying that Would You Rather was our favorite at school. That is such a really good idea because if you do like, would you, would you rather, or would you rather eat pizza or hamburgers? <laughs> you probably can find out a lot about your students. And I also can imagine as well that you will be able to build relationships really quickly. That is a really cool game. And I think I'm going to use that tomorrow as a, as a warm up. That's a really good idea. Um, and okay, thank you. Yeah, they are really into this. Taj Mahal thing, by the way. They are into this Taj Mahal article, rather. And it is such a, we took a virtual tour to it. If you all are doing virtual tours in your classroom, it is just the best thing. I mean, you can still do so much things with it, like so many ideas. Like I do a virtual tour, ask them, I, what do you notice? What do you wonder? What questions do you have? And they come up with so much good stuff. They're just, just so smart and it's so wonderful. So, I want to encourage you all to really be thinking about, you know, what are some of your favorite lesson topics What are what, that you've taught in your virtual lessons? What are some things that you've taught? And you can just share those in the comments and that will give teachers inspiration and ideas as well. So once again, I want to encourage you to start doing this now. <laughs> ask, just even, even if you don't do it this year, just still ask your students, hey, what are some things you're interested in learning? 
And that way you can kind of have an idea of some lesson topics that you can start brainstorming. I keep a notepad on my phone, like on my iPhone, there's like a little note section. And in there, if an idea pops up, I just write it in there really quickly. And that way, when I'm doing my lesson plans, I know exactly how to incorporate those things into my lesson plans. So once again, if you have not already, I want to encourage you to first subscribe, sign up for all of our weekly tips and strategies and share this with other teachers. Like I said, if you know another teacher that can benefit, I want to encourage you to share this with other teachers. Well, once again, thank you all so much for being here. I will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learning. See you soon!